Hello again, this is World Pastor Tony Alamo, and this is program number 639. If you'd like to have a copy of it, Sharon will tell you how at the end of the program. Let's uh, make sure you let us know whether you want a CD or an audio tape, and make sure you mention 639, program number 639. All right, I've got a strong, very strong message from the Lord. It's a prophecy against the government against the news media the lord's going to take the firstborn of everybody that is involved in the taking away and that loves to see the children separated from their mothers and the mothers from their children on the what they call compound out in texas uh, the lord's going to take them and if this isn't come to pass well then you'll know i'm a false prophet so uh, brace yourself, those evil ones, you evil ones out there, for something that you're not going to like. See, one uh, thing that I have on you people is that you are having a ball. You really think it's fun to do the things that you're doing. And God said he's going to rejoice over you when he starts taking your kids away from you. But you won't be able to get them back because they'll be gone forever. All right, I've got uh, a message, a further message on that. I'm talking about uh, Nancy Grace, I believe her name is, and uh, a bunch of others that are sporting, having so much fun, gloating over what you can do. But you know something? God can do a lot more than you. I've got music. I've got prophecy. I have got um, testimonies, letters, and a very strong message from the Lord today. So make sure uh, that you uh, enjoy it. Right now, let's pray. Father, I thank you for the things that you have given me, the gift to write, the gift to teach, and the gift of prophecy. Uh, I love you, Father. I love you, Jesus. I love you, Holy Spirit. Open up the heavens and anoint this program, Father. Let not anything that is not of you, uh, Lord, let it not come through. But let you, I pray that you will uh, be uh, the one that is speaking from my mouth today. And as I always pray. Lord, uh, give power to all your children. You are our power. You are the one that will recompense. You are the one that is able to do whatever you will. And your will is, is that if anyone comes against your word, you are going to do something to them. So because your word is the law, and your word is holy. And the commandment, your commandments are holy and just and good. It's good. So, Father, rebuke every satanic power of darkness. Rebuke Satan and his imps. Lord, rebuke them, bind them, let them not interfere with this service, this program. 
And Lord, do unto them what you said you promised you would do to people that do these things. Father God, I uh, pray that you'll shut every door for them and that you'll open every door, measured, tiny doors and big and large, exceedingly large doors. For Father God, I am your servant. And I love being your servant, and I love the power that you've given unto us to be able to tell the whole world, because the world belongs to you. And a lot of people think it doesn't, but Lord, show them, I pray thee, Father God, that it is yours, and that no one can say unto the Lord God Almighty, unto you, Father, what doest thou? And who are you? Who is God? Lord God, Destroy them, as you promised, and as you said you would. I'm asking you to do what you said, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Let souls be saved, and let uh, the your church, not the people that say they're your church, but the real church, the body of Christ, those that are born again of the Spirit, let them be strengthened in Jesus' name. And everyone says amen. Amen. Now, um, we are our brother's keeper. You know, the Bible says that no Christian ever turned anyone into the secular government. or No Christian allowed people to do the things to Christians. The only one that turned people in that uh, claimed to be a Christian was Judas Iscariot. So all you people that love to turn people in, all you people that are attacking the house of God, your Judas Iscariots, and your guts are going to come out of you, and you're going to be dead, and you're going to be in hell and in the lake of fire. So, so it's because you were not your brother's keeper. And so I want to sing this song to you very tenderly. You are your brother's keeper. Yes, you are, but you weren't, and so you have to pay for that. Last night I had the strangest dream A dream that seemed so real A mighty force had carried me Back to this ancient field And then a voice came to me Saying, be not filled with fear. Bear witness to the things you see and everything that you hear. I saw Cain kill his brother in the garden. And I heard the Lord ask Cain where Abel was I do not know, am I my brother's keeper? He was punished then for spilling Abel's blood Then I heard the Lord tell Noah Before the sky turned dark Everyone but you and yours shall pass away I see all my children sinning And it grieves me in my heart then I watched as God and Noah built the ark Noah was his brother's keeper Yes he was, yes he was 
Noah was his brother's keeper, yes he was. God saw his children sinning, and it grieved him in his heart. Noah was his brother's keeper, yes he was. I saw Samson single-handed stop a thousand evil men, and Joshua fight the battle at Jericho. I saw David stop Goliath and then become a king. They were their brother's keeper, don't you know? You are your brother's keeper, yes you are, yes you are. You are your brother's keeper, yes you are. God sees his children sinning, and it grieves him in his heart. You are your brother's keeper, yes you are. You are your brother's keeper, yes you are, yes you are. You are your brother's keeper, yes you are. God sees his children sinning, and it hurts him in his heart. You are your brother's keeper, yes you are. You are your brother's keeper, yes you are, yes you are. You are your brother's keeper. Praise the Lord. I just listened to this. Because the, the people of Egypt, in Africa of course, uh, paid no attention. They were killing the Jewish uh, boy babies God uh, killed and they did not acknowledge God's only begotten son because uh, they would not sh uh, shed the blood of a lamb and put it on their doorposts and um, on their lintels and so God said you don't acknowledge my son just like the people in Texas don't uh, acknowledge that these children belong to the people who gendered them and gave birth to them and they're trying to say that they belong to the state god condemns your state just as he did the children of egypt uh, god killed all the firstborn of egypt because they wouldn't recognize god's son the messiah the savior of the world and so, of course, all those wretched people had to die, the firstborn of every family. wouldn't matter if they were one day old or if they were 60 years old. If they were the firstborn in the family, they died. And uh, then there was uh, a statement from Samuel. Uh, they conquered uh, the Amalekites. And uh, the Jews did. And there was this Agag, who was the king of uh, uh, Amalek. And so he was the last one, and the Hebrews had captured him. So they brought him to Samuel. He's the, uh, the Bible says in 1 Samuel 15, 33. Then said Samuel, Bring ye hither to me Agag, the king of the Amalekites. And Agag came unto him delicately. And Agag said, Surely uh, the bitterness of death is past. Amen. Oh, please, I hope so. And Samuel said, As thy sword... As the word, the sword of your mouth, which is filth, you creeps, 
And Samuel said, As thy sword hath made women childless, so shall thy mother be childless among women. And Samuel hewed Agag in pieces before the Lord in Gilgal. Well, you say, I don't know if I want to serve a God like that. Well, then you're going to get hewn in pieces and sent to hell, so you don't really have any choice, do you? Doesn't seem to me that you do. What do you think? Send me cards and letters, okay? Now, as I said before, uh, we're talking about um, in the book, this book in the Bible that's called Romans, and I believe we're in chapter 7. Verse 12 says, Wherefore the law, God's law is, is if you slay somebody or take people's children away from them, this is law, now real law, not antichrist, homosexual, child molesting law. Wherefore the law is holy, God's law is holy. So what he says is holy, and the commandment holy. He says, let my people go, you rascals. So the commandment is holy. The law is holy. God's law is holy. And God's law is just. Whatsoever a man soweth, that also you're going to reap. And just. And that the law of God, his, his judgments are good. Good. I love that. Was then that which is good made a death unto me? God forbid. In other words, everybody's saying, the law is no good. It's over with. It's, you're going to find out, Nancy Grace, and all you weasels that have taken these children away. You're going to find out. You may say it's not good. We don't like a God like that. But God says he doesn't like people like you. And so he's going to, in love, teach you a lesson. He's going to teach you a lesson. Now, either those children are going to be killed, or there's going to be some horrible disease happen to you and them. So, um, was then that which is good? And the Bible says that the commandment is holy and just and good. God's commandment says, Thou shalt not, thou shalt not commit murder. Thou shalt not usurp the authority of the word of God. The Lord says that our children that we bear are our children. God said that women, when they reach puberty, and that's his law, the law is holy. Then that is holy, and you people are saying it's unholy. The Bible says that in the last days, people will say that that which is good and holy and just is evil. No, you're evil, and now God's going to teach you a lesson. And I had it confirmed from the Lord. I asked him three different ways today if that was true, what he's going to do to you folks. So wherefore the law is holy, the word of God is holy, and what the Lord told me is holy, and the commandment is holy. What he says is going to happen is holy. And what he's going to do is just and good. Now, you people are having a ball goofing on Christians. 
but God has had it with you. And so you better put what you're doing to a screeching halt and repent, or what I'm telling you is going to come to pass. And I want you to judge me. If what I'm saying is not true, then I'm a false prophet. But if what I'm saying is true, it's going to happen to you just like it did the uh, Pharaoh in Egypt, his firstborn, was taken. Uh, now, verse 13, Was then that which is good made death unto me? And Paul, the apostle, says, God forbid. But sin, what you people are doing, that it might appear sin, working death is what works death in you. So, but sin, that it might appear sin, working death in me, because it tells me when I was a sinner that I'm dead. By that which is good, I'm dead because of that which is good, because God's judgment is going to come to pass. And uh, so uh, that sin, by the commandment, might become exceeding sinful. Well, it, this should be, uh, what you're doing out there should become exceeding sinful to you because God is promising you death if you continue. Now let the people go. Let the people go because if you're the one that instigated this, you know, it's mystery Babylon and we don't really know who did done it except the Pope. Uh, God knows who done it, okay? God knows what's going on in your bedroom. He knows where you sleep, your wife sleeps if you have a wife, or the homosexual that you're shacking up with. And he knows where your dog and cat sleep. <laughs> so repent. <laughs> Isn't that simple? I would think so. Amen? Amen. Now then... Um, so we have God killed all the firstborn of Egypt and because they wouldn't recognize God's son. They tried to take God's son out of the earth and they did that. And then uh, because of the fact that Agag had killed many sons, Samuel stated, so shall thy mother be childless among women. And Samuel smashed him. He hewed Agag into pieces. Now, God never has to act the same way twice. He's a, a God of variety. He keeps his law and does what he says he will command. Now, you people, you're sowing real evil stuff here. And the Lord is going to issue real evil stuff to you. He says, God, I says, I'm the God that uh, I make alive and I kill. I bring forth good and I bring forth evil. Now, what are you going to do about it? Hmm? Well, we've got some testimonies today. Uh, Sharon or whoever's reading them, go ahead, read. This is from San Salvador, El Salvador. Greetings in the name of our Savior, Jesus Christ. May the grace of God keep prospering your life and all those who make this great work of celestial love throughout the whole world possible. I would like to receive your messages, which is the word of God in cassette or CD. 
Cecilia Hernandez from San Salvador, El Salvador. It's already on its way, Cecilia. Okay, then what? From Fort Smith, Arkansas. Dear World Pastor Tony Alamo, words cannot express the joy that filled my heart upon hearing your radio broadcast number 631, the one about serial polygamy. I do not see how you could have smacked that issue more on the head than you did. Wonderful. Sincerely, Steve Crook from Fort Smith, Arkansas. Yes, uh, true polygamy is of the law of God. Well, what do you mean? Well, uh, God gave uh, all those women to David, and he allowed Solomon to have some, quite a few, and Gideon and many others, and he still is the same yesterday, today, forever. He doesn't call what he gives people evil. So therefore, the law of God is holy, and the commandment is holy. He commanded him to take the uh, daughters of Saul and the wives of Saul, and just, and good. It's real good. Well, was that what, uh, which is good, uh, God says is good, made death unto me? Heck no, he says, God forbid. But sin, those of you that are sinning against that and say that evil is good and good is evil, that it might appear sin working death in me by that which is good. So God is convicting people of their sins, and that's good, that they might repent. That sin by the commandment, by God's commandment, that's what God says is good, might become exceedingly sinful. For we know that the law is spiritual and is good and holy. But I, and you people out there, the carnal ones that haven't repented yet, are carnal, sold under sin. For that which I do, when I'm a sinner, I allow not. I won't allow it. But I'm sure you sinners out there will listen to the word of God. For what I would that I do, that do I not. But what I hate, that do I. So I reckon that if you're about the same kind of a sinner that Saul was, or the Apostle Paul, you really hate what you're doing. So you have to do what he did. He repented. He said, who can deliver me from this body of death? This is chapter 7, isn't it? Yes. So... Um, He's just uh, telling you so that you can analyze it. But he knows that the law is good and the commandment is good and it's holy. So uh, you have to keep the commandments or you won't go to heaven. Now, you cannot keep the commandments unless the Lord is living in you. And that's why I'm telling all you people, including Nancy Grace, if you love your twins, then back off of this. You think you're the... You're the judge, the jury, and the executioner, don't you, you simpleton, you little simpleton, you? Back off if you love your little kids and if you love life. This is not only from me, but it's from the Lord. All right, now, Sharon, you have some input from those uh, that, that church in um, 
Texas, they say that uh, the word of God is true, the law of God is true, and that women can marry at puberty. They're women, not children, you lice out there. And be careful. You better change your mode of operanda because God's going to nail you. And I want you to remember that it was I, Tony Alamo, myself that told you what the Lord is going to do to you if you don't repent. Okay, so give us a little bit from uh, what was uh, somebody found for us on the Internet. Questions and answers from the FLDS Church. The FLDS, which means what? Fundamentalist, Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Okay, now what they're doing as far as polygamy is fine. That's lawful. Uh, Coming against it is unlawful. It's evil, and the Lord says that that which is, uh, what they're doing is legal, it's good, and it's holy, because the Lord uh, commands it to be so. So, uh, what they're doing is, uh, is keeping the law of God. The law is holy. And the commandment, uh, is holy, because God commanded David to take these women. He says, I gave them to you. God gave uh, David around a hundred wives. And now you weasels are going to say that what God says is unholy and it's against the law. No, you're against the law. This is not the law of God that we're living under. It's man-made stuff. Some stinking uh, pope had told somebody that it's evil to do what God commands. But again, verse 12, chapter 7 says, Wherefore the law is holy. The thing that they're doing is holy. And the commandment of God that told them it's okay is holy. And it is just. It's justice. And it is good. So what they're doing is good. It's holy. Uh, the law is holy. The commandment is holy. And, the, and it's just and good. Okay, so um, what they're doing is fine. And what the government, this Antichrist beastly government, is doing is evil. And that will all be thrashed out of the judgment bar of God, but God's going to start executing justice right now. So if I were you people saying these things and coming against polygamy like Reverend um, Heggie and a bunch of other phony Christians are saying, uh, you're unholy, you're evil, you're wicked. And why don't you, Reverend Heggie, you know I'm telling the truth, why don't you confess it? Because you just don't want to get persecuted. You don't want your flabby, mousy flesh to be hurt. It'll be worse for you in hell and the lake of fire. Why don't you repent, Heggie? And the rest of you phonies out there, before it's too late. Because God, when you're chiming in with the Antichrist and you're calling yourself a Christian, you're trying to make it bad for all the other people that believe the law of God. I'm saying that there's uh, no polygamy. None of our people are polygamous. And there's none of them that's uh, married that is underage that I'm aware of. Of course, I'm sure the Pope doesn't know everybody in his cult. Uh, 
and couldn't swear by it, but I can know that he could swear that there's hundreds of thousands of child molesters in his cult. And these evil people that are coming against these pitiful Latter-day Saints, they're coming against them. And why don't they come against their own, the Antichrist cult? All these homosexual, homosexual is unlawful in this, uh, all the states, and it is also unlawful, very unlawful in the Bible. So they're saying that which is good, which is polygamy, if, they, if they're of age and not being forced. And they're saying that um, uh, people that marry a woman that is 14, 15, 16, 17, is evil, but the Bible says it's good, uh, it's holy, the holy, the commandment is holy, the law is holy, and just is the thing that God wants, and good. Now everybody knows that the government is uh, paying billions of dollars to farmers to not grow, and they say, oh, there's a food shortage, people, there's a food shortage, and you idiots believe them. Yes, that's what you are, as idiots. Why don't they let the people grow food? Because Satan is in charge of uh, the government and is paying people so that there'll be famines. And so whether they're man-made famines or not, God knew that these devils would be doing, when you, oh, you think I'm rude for calling them devils. God, Jesus calls them devils. And Jesus is the one that made the heavens and the earth and the fullness thereof. He is the law. He is the word of God. He is holy. And he is the one that gave the commandments which are holy, and they are just, and they are good. So what would I do if I was the head of the world? Uh, secular government. I'm the head of the world's spiritual government. But if I were the head of the world uh, secular government, I would immediately pay farmers to grow things so that people would not be starving. And uh, I would be allowing people to have children, and I would allow them to be married at puberty. And I would allow them to have several wives because this uh, government... The world government has murdered so many men, there's already now about 10 or 11 women to every man. And so, but I would make them support their children. Now, how they say it's bad for old men, older men, to marry. Well, these young punks today, these uh, they can't support uh, anybody. They don't even know how to work. All they know how is to play on the computer, computer games. And um, they found a guy that was uh, married to this girl and found out that it was the father that was married to the daughter. And that was horrible for them to find out. And so the media was asking, why don't you get married to some young guy? She says, I don't want to get married to any of these young punks that can't even afford to buy me a hamburger. They say that I have to buy my own hamburger. I don't like punks. But they got a free thing over in the uh, schools today, the secular schools, 
uh, the public schools, they say, okay, you kids, go ahead and fornicate. It's all right. It's all right. But don't let an older man do it. Don't let an older man marry you so that you're not a fornicator and a murderer. Because marrying an older man that can support you and your children is evil. But having sex with these young boys is good because at least you can have some fun. And then you can go and murder the little child. Is that supposed to be good? That's against the commandments of the Lord. That's against the law of the Lord. First of all, the law says that if you fornicate, you're going to hell. And then if you murder, you're going to hell. So that is against the law because the law is holy. And the commandment is holy. And it's just that you'll go to hell. And good because you're fornicating and murdering your own children. You bastards is what the Lord says. Now, I'm preaching what God says, and you're preaching what the Antichrist, who calls himself God, is saying. You have to make a choice today, uh, people, as to who you're going to believe. All right, so read some more of that, Sharon. Questions and answers. Question, are women forced into marriage? And this is and the answer from the FLDS church is what? No. The young girls are taught all their lives that marriage is a sacred choice that they must make. They are taught to keep their bodies covered and live a life of cleanliness and purity according to the teachings of our Savior. Question. In other words, the law of our Savior, which is good, is holy, and the commandment of our Savior, which is holy and just and good. Then what? Question. Even if a young woman had the desire to leave the ranch, would she be allowed to leave with all her children? Answer. If anyone in our communities desire to leave, there is no one that will stand in the way. Well, I mean, why would anybody want to keep anybody in a church that don't want to be there? I mean, I have so many churches all over the world. If people say, well, so-and-so wants to leave, I says, well, get him a bus ticket. And give him some food money on the, on the way. Get him out of here. I don't want any negative people in my church. And these people in the news media are just making that up. They're having a ball goofing on Christians. And uh, God's going to take care of you. He promised that he's going to hurt you people out there. You're not going to want what's coming. Then what? We have had women who have decided to leave that have taken their children. We have had women who have decided to leave their children with their loving fathers and the mothers who wanted to stay with him. Well, every church has that. Even the Catholic cult, there's the millions of people that have left there because they found out that they're a cult. Millions of people. There's We have testimonials from nuns and priests and uh, every kind of person there, laity, people that were priests and nuns, and uh, then people that were just uh, jack Catholics. They didn't believe it because they weren't getting fed from the Lord there. There's nothing of the Lord there at all. Now, all they do is dress in uh, these super costumes and walk around ringing bells and chanting, uh, you know, to God, which is an abomination to the Lord. Then what? We are taught to think for ourselves and make our own choices. This is good. But I always tell people, you must let the Lord do the thinking for you. 
But if you decide that you don't want the Lord to do the thinking for you, then uh, I'm asking you to leave. All right? There's no bars. Uh, there's no chains that hold people. Uh, how? Why would I want to keep anybody like that? And why would they? It's just insanity for the press to keep saying that. People leave the news media. People leave the government because they know they're jacked up. And there's people that just uh, get tired of serving the Lord. They don't want to serve. There's all kinds of people like that. They become antichrist. So uh, if they're antichrist, I sure don't want them in my church. I don't want a homosexual in my church. Not unless they're repented. And I don't want a child. There's never going to be a child abuser in the church. And they try to accuse me of child abuse. And they did that before. And the government dropped the case because they knew I had so many witnesses that they couldn't possibly prove it. But they have these judges that are Catholics uh, of the Catholic cult, and they say, I'm afraid of him. Well, I'm afraid. I'm not afraid of you. Okay? They're afraid because they are. They, they hate the gospel. They hate the Bible. They hate the judgment of what's going to come to them, just like Satan hates uh, the fact that his time is short. And he, it's all over for him. Just a few more minutes of time, and all of you people that are on Satan's side are going to hell in the lake of fire. You're going to be thrown right in there. Okay, Sharon, go ahead. Does anyone at the ranch receive any welfare assistance from any state or federal government agency? Answer. There are a few handicapped and retired elderly people that are receiving Social Security income. This is the only government assistance received by anyone at the ranch. Well, Social Security is just getting some of their money back that they paid into Social Security. So what? In other words, people that are have worked uh, don't deserve the same benefits, you creeps. Then what else? The Fundamentalist Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints is based on the fundamental teachings of our Savior as recorded in ancient scripture and revealed through modern-day prophets. We believe that we have been sent to the earth to learn who God is and how to become like him. And how to teach people about God and Jesus, our Savior, and uh, to teach them and give them an opportunity to be saved so that they are not cast into hell. If you have any God in you, you don't want to be... Um, we don't believe in dressing the way they do, but that's their privilege. They can do anything they want. We believe in, uh, you know, trying to look not like the world because they're wearing... Uh, the women are wearing mini skirts and low-cut dresses and things like that. We don't do that, but we believe in dressing in decency and in order so that people will converse with us and we'll receive the gospel and not talk about us like we're, you know, ancient or something like that. Uh, we have the ancient spirit of the Lord in us, but uh, the Lord tells us that it's, as long as we're dressed decently, that's fine. Then what? We claim the privilege of worshiping God as guaranteed by the Constitution. Well, uh, they are not aware yet that the Constitution is over with because uh, the people in, in government have made us one with the world government. And so, therefore, we're not w working under American standards anymore, or the American Constitution, but we're living under the Roman 
canon law, the Roman Catholic canon law, which is evil, and that's why the people in Europe fled Europe, because they were doing the same thing to them that they're doing here, and it's going to get worse, and God's going to get worse with them. The plagues have just begun. You haven't seen nothing yet. Okay, then what? We feel this same privilege belongs to all. Knowing that the best education about a religion should come from within that religion instead of from those who have become disaffected from that religion, this site is maintained by members of the FLDS Church to help disabuse the public mind. We're dedicated to giving the truth about our beliefs. That's good because, I mean, if you're believing 100% in the Bible, and uh, I know the custodian of the Latter-day Saints, uh, church and he seemed to be a very nice guy to me he invited me down to Kansas City and uh, I went there they wanted me to do a large promotion for them and I was uh, very agreeable to do but I didn't really have anything that I could have done at that time and so I uh, just said well let's wait and see uh, what might arise that would be worthy of me uh, taking some time to do a promotion for you all right, and so, um, and they were offering up a lot of money, 300 and some million dollars they wanted to loan to me to do a promotion if I had one on my mind, because they believe you know what I say. All right, Sharon, uh, let's hear some more from these wonderful people. This is an article dated Thursday, April 24th, 2008, The Littlest Ones. Ruth's face is etched with pain, her voice soft as she stands on a porch at the YFC ranch and describes the way her little boy held on to her skirt and cried when he saw buses pull up at the San Angelo Coliseum on Thursday. Oh, how you people are gloating about that. But you're not going to be gloating long because we have a God that hears and answers prayers. Father, do unto them what they're doing unto others. Lord, you promise whatsoever they sow, whatever we sow, we're going to reap. So, Father God, take care of their children for them, which I know you're going to do because you told me this morning you're going to destroy them. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Then what? He is just four, but already he has learned what the buses mean. Another move, another separation. Yeah, it's like in Germany, uh, the Nazis. It's the same thing. Uh, World War II was just a dress rehearsal for these evil, wicked, anti-Christ, anti-Christian, anti-God, anti-God's word uh, cult. They had a dress rehearsal that this is the real thing, folks. And now that's why God is pouring out wrath on the earth, because he's going to show you what the real, real thing is. And I don't, uh, you think it's going to be fun? It's not fun when you're burning and boiling in lava uh, for eternity and knowing full well that there's no chance to escape. You're raising hell for some people on this earth, but that's temporary. What you're going to get is going to be permanent. Then what? He cried out, Mother, quick, there are buses out there. They've come to take me away. I want to stay with you. What could she say? Yeah, just like at the ovens, we Jews, they started separating the women from their husbands, and 
the um, women from their children and the husbands too. What shall we what does it say? What shall we say? What could she say? What could she say? Some burly, fat, redneck weasel with uh, red hands and a jaw like a hog. Because they eat hog meat, which is against the law of cleanliness of the Bible, and that's never changed. Got hair all over his hand. Give me your kid. It's our kid, not yours. The Lord said, it's our children. And it's his children, not yours. You filthy, filthy bastards. You fatherless children. Then what? For the second time this week, Texas Child Protective Services separated a group of FLDS Protective Services. Child Protective Services. Oh, they slap all kinds of fancy names on the evil that they're doing. They're protecting the children by taking them from their parents. The parents were giving them health foods and proper nutrition. And they're all getting sick now because of the potato chips and the crud that they're giving these children. One of the news commentators said, well, they're just getting to be like regular children. Uh, They're eating potato chips, which is really greasy and bad for children. They weren't allowed to eat those things over at uh, Latter-day Saints. They were healthy when they were with them. Oh, thank God that he's going to do something to you. Thank God, and I'm going to gloat over you. And God is going to rejoice over your destruction, just as the Bible says. Then what? Supposed to be child protective services separated. Supposed to be child protective services. Child protective services. What do you call? They're all Catholics, and you know how they are homosexuals and child molesters. And they're going to take these uh, clean children, ones that are Christians. Mm, we're going to get to have sex with these little kids that are clean and healthy. You filthy, filthy, rotten people. You better repent or you're not going to like it. And God's going to do it uh, real soon. He's going to nail you. Then what? They separated a group of FLDS mothers from their children, this time the littlest ones. The group Bruce Perry, the state's expert witness, said would be most traumatized by removal. Apparently, he got that right. Velvet, 31, and mother of a 13-month-old daughter, also spoke at the ranch last night. She said the Coliseum was filled with crying children as CPS workers got down to business. Ruth was combing out her daughter's pigtails when she was called away. Quote, they said, she's fine, just leave her, unquote. The state of Texas... Just leave your child, you know. Be as calloused as we are. Be as satanic as we are. Just leave her. Put her back in her crib. She's ours. No, she's not, weasels. You're going to find out. Then what? The state of Texas is mostly silent about what has gone on at the Coliseum. Well, uh, there's going to be news headlines... Uh, soon uh, about uh, these people there you're going to see uh, it's like uh, you go ahead keep it up keeping the media and the public as far away as possible just like they did at Waco they didn't want the news media to see the evil things that they were doing at the Waco massacre 
And we have that Waco massacre on our website, on my website, and you just look at them throwing flamethrowers. Now, why would these people at Waco be running for their lives into that tunnel if they were looking to commit suicide? If they're, why would you run from suicide? Why wouldn't you just let the flames burn you up? But they were running. And they said that those people started the fire. The new whole news media said that, and the weasel beast government said it. But you could see the flamethrowers from the tank blowing the fire into the building after they put gas in there. All right, so, uh, you know, you can see it with your eyes, but the Christian, supposed to be Christian churches who are really actually synagogues of Satan are not crying out against these atrocities that are happening. And it's going to happen to you, weasels. God's going to nail you, supposed to be Christian cults, you Christian churches. He's going to nail you for not speaking out against this. Well, we uh, we are praying. No, you have to do more than that. You have to let people hear your voice, you rotten. <laughs> I can't. There's not words uh, that I can say. Uh, that are adequate uh, for you. And I know that God would not let me down. He's going to nail you. God, you're not going to let these people down. Do what you promised you would do to them. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Okay, what else, Sharon? But this is how they do these things, at least as described by these mothers. Each child was accompanied by a CPS worker. Other workers... Oh, CPS worker. Child? What? Protected services <laughs> they're not protecting the children they're taking them from their mothers you filthy rotten liars don't call yourself child protected uh, protection agency you don't protect anything okay then what we've only got about a half minute left other workers shuffled the women forward away out it's apparently not an easy job to take a child away from his or her mother some CPS workers... Why are they doing that? That's not right. That's not the law of God. That's anti-Christ, anti-God, anti-word of God. Okay, then what? Some CPS workers were teary-eyed. Ruth and Velvet said, even though they had been warned from the start to show no emotion toward their, quote, guests, unquote. Yeah, isn't that something, a government that say don't show emotion when your children are being taken, when you're taking children away from their parents? You filthy lice. You filthy lice. God show them how filthy they are in Jesus' name. What else? And Christians are supposed to tell them how filthy they are. And they're supposed to do something about it. If they need money, then donate money to their cause. Just let them tell us where to donate money, and I'll do it, and you better do it also. What else? Workers were rotated in and out every two days to help them keep their emotions in check, the women said. Still, on Thursday, quote, even some of the big, tough Texas Rangers were crying, unquote, Ruth said. Ruth is 34. She has four children, the little boy, a two-year-old, and twins who are nearly 13 months old, a couple weeks too old, it turns out. Chapter 7, verse 12, wherefore the law of God is holy, not this law, and the commandment is holy and just. You're going to get your just desserts, folks. And good. So all my time is up. And so what we're going to do is pray now. And those of you that don't know Jesus as your personal Savior, 
and you don't know whether you're going to go to heaven or hell, you can be sure that you'll go to heaven if you say this prayer and continue meaning what you say and continue until the end. So just uh, let's pray to God now. Say, Father, my Lord and my God, I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of the living God, and I believe that he died on the cross and shed his precious blood for the forgiveness of all my former filthy sins. Don't sin anymore. I believe that you, Father God, raised Jesus from the dead by the power of the Holy Spirit, the life-giving Spirit. And I believe that he sits on the right hand in heaven. And I sit there with uh, you now because I'm asking you to come into my heart. I'm opening the door of my heart and I invite you into my heart, Lord Jesus. Uh, Lord Jesus, Father God, Holy Spirit, wash all my former filthy sins away in the precious blood that you shed for me. You will not turn me away, Lord Jesus. You will save my soul. I know because your word, your law says so. It's holy. And uh, your commandments, you said that whosoever calls upon you uh, shall be just, and they shall be good. So, uh, and I know that all that call upon you, Lord, shall be saved. Therefore, I know that you have heard me, and I know that you have answered me, and I know that I am saved. And I thank you, Lord Jesus, for saving my soul. Now, share and tell our listening audience how they can receive a copy of program number 639, uh, please say CD or audio tape, they're free. Go to alamoministries.com or write to Tony Alamo Christian Ministries, P.O. Box 6467, Texarkana, Texas 75505, or call area code 479-782-7370. That's 479-782-7370. Or fax to area code 479-782-7406. Okay, the Lord God knows what's in every one of your hearts. And everyone that agrees with these people, you're going to receive the same judgment from the Lord. This is World Pastor Tony Alamo saying, tune in again tomorrow for another powerful message from the Bible and the justice of God. And um, so uh, get yourself a King James Version of the Bible, the old one. And we have to continue on. You people at that ranch, we have to be like the uh, Christian soldiers that keep going onward. Let nothing destroy your soul. Okay, here I am just saying onward, Christian soldiers. National attention has been focused on banner headlines proclaiming Christians are being kidnapped, tortured, committed to mental institutions, accused of brainwashing and mind control. Arise, Christian America. The King is coming. Hold fast. The day of the Lord is here. Onward, Christian soldiers, marching as to war. With the cross of Jesus going on The royal master leads against the
Good job.